What's going on? Welcome everybody to a special episode of the Heartland Podcast. It is your man, B. Diddy. Welcome. I'm your host today. And I am putting together a special episode for y'all. So on this episode of the Heartland Podcast, those have been, some have been about two years ago. I interviewed some of them, but they're timeless. A lot of this content you can really check out. A lot of this from Black History Day Parade. A lot of this is actually from Bankroll Fresh's release party. So this is some stuff that was classic that I captured. And I actually ended up capturing some really cool guys. I got Fort Knox, Little Donald, and 550 at a Black History Day Parade. I got Dre P, El Dorado, and Messiah the Rapper at Bankroll Fresh's listening party. And then I got Young Buck, and I actually ended up interviewing Young Buck at a video shoot that he had so that's pretty dope a lot these guys are going to go into their story you can definitely 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 please 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 you can show your support the best by hashtagging heartland podcast and putting it out there on the social media hit me up directly at bdd radio on the ig without getting any more delay we're going to get right into the episode we're going to start it off this is the Heartland Podcast, Throwback Edition, The Extended Cuts. He goes by the name of 550. What up, man? Hey, what up, what up? Yeah, man, y'all know what it is, man. Paper trail made all in, man. This is my first Black History Parade I'm doing, man. I just came home after two years being, you know what I mean? It feel good to be here. Well, welcome home, brother. Welcome home, brother. So, so what you think about the Atlanta rap scene since you've been home, man? Like, you know, I'm trying to trying to start something different, trying to bring the street back to Atlanta. You feel me? On the T.I. level, G's and level on that level. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, we that's how we get it. We get that original love, that genuine love. When you out here touching the people, that's how you is. I see you with all your folk, man. So tell me about the name of your crew. What's the name of the crew that you with right now? Right now, I'm signed and made all records. Like I said, I got my own label also, Paper Trail ENT. A few artists myself. Like I said, I'm a CEO artist. I mean, I'm doing it all. We got bosses, man. They were surrounded by them, but bosses, you feel me? So bosses work together, co-bosses, you know what I'm saying? So who are some other rappers that you really like to collab with? Who you like to collab with mostly? I mean, like, right now, I'm really working with everybody I want to work with, like Future, Casino, you know what I mean? Mexico ran, you know, Scooter, the whole of Mexico, that where I'm from, you feel me? So I'm really in a circle that I'm, I'm feeling comfortable with working, you feel what I'm saying? All right, so well, one thing it is, Jalen Rose has things called Champagne and Campaign, you feel me? His favorite place is to go kick it to Champagne and Campaign. What's some of the places that you really like to go travel at? What's some of the places besides the A? Ain't nowhere better than the A to come kick it at, my opinion. But where else besides Atlanta? I mean, like I said, I fought with Maid also. We kick it in Queens, New York most of the time. You feel me? Up in New York, we do a lot of shit in New York, Cali, I mean, Miami. That's what we're doing, you feel me? That's what's up. Hey, so there's been a lot of there's been a lot of like relationship issues going on, like especially in the media with Tiger and Amber Tiger, Amber Rose, Black China, Kim K. Would you ever get involved in an industry relationship? I am seeing you shining. I know they're coming after you, the R and B singers. What's up? 
I can't wait to get on one and get one on. <laughs> I can't wait to get one on and do the thing, you know what I mean? But like I say, man, hopefully no mess and shit, you feel me? Yeah, who who's your who's your be your fantasy, you know what I'm saying? We going even if they married or not, we don't care about married or not, you know what I'm saying? But who would be your your best one if you had a target? Like I say, man, I want them all. I want Nikki, I want goddamn Keisha Cole, I want every one of them, you feel me? It's all of them. You feel me? So hey, you got any wild stories from the road? Like any any group any groupie stories? Lie, man, not right now. Y'all just get ready, man. They on the way, man. Yeah, we got a lot on. I just had some whole eating each other in the club the other night. That's just shit that we do on a daily, you feel me? I feel you. So, hey, so with the new digital landscape, they changing the way that actually you make money off of records. You know what I'm saying? So 1,500 spins can get you a record sale. So what is that? how does that affect you and when you market your music? How is the new digital landscape? How are you, Justin, especially since you just came home for two years? Like I say, man, and my movement is a whole different type of movement. You feel what I'm saying? I'm on the older level, like a young G's and mixtape game. You feel me? Yo got this style. Yo, like Gucci, man. You feel me? Like I'm working on my third mixtape right now in the game. You feel me? So I'm just keep dropping till we get So I'm myself. I'm in the street. I see you in the street. You know what I'm saying? You got all your people who bought with you. What kind of advice can you give to people out here to tell them what they do when they're out in the street, how to make that big impact? Like I say, keep grinding, get you a movement, move with your team. Don't ever forget where you came from. Stay solid. That's just what it is. Stay solid, stay down, man. It's your man, DJ Brandon, man on the street. I'm out here at 550. May all your pain be champagne. May all your tears be tears of joy. It's your man, DJ Brandix. Heartland Hip Hop in the building, man. Black History, my parade. Mic check, one, two. Are we good? What up, man? One, two, one, two. It's your man, DJ Brandon, man on the street. Heartland Hip Hop, we down here at the third at the third annual Black History Day Parade. And we got somebody been making a lot of noise recently. Tape was hosted, been been making that crazy countdown. Free my folk, been working with a lot of artists. We got a little down in the building. What up, man? Hey, man, what's happening, man? It's your boy Lil Donna, man. I'm out here working. I got the single Hey all over the radio. The mixtape falling apart on live mixtape. We going crazy, man. You know what time it is. Hey, hey Lil Donna, man. I'm from the Midwest, man. Shout, shout out to your people. Hey, Lil Donna out here getting love in the street. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, man. Hey. Hey, who, so who we got, Lil Donna? This mama can't count. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This mama can't count. Mom, man, for real, I miss man. You. Shout out. I miss him. I miss him. Shout out to Mama K Cap. Thank you for coming through, man. What you think? How how you enjoying the Black History Parade? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This is great. Everybody coming together. This is awesome. One way been doing pretty good. The mix say one way. One way is going. A little bit is number 30 on the charts. We yeah, we couldn't be more pleased with it. I just saw I just saw um, Chris Brown did a little bit on the stage right now. Yeah, yeah, but look, he about to be doing some little Donald cuts in a second, you know what I'm saying? Lil Donald. No, I'm on his team. I've been on Lil Donald team. Hey, I had to get the man right here. So Lil Donald, I'm from Ohio. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my audience is from Ohio. Where Where are you from? Tell people where you from. They just don't know. I'm at Atlanta. I'm from Gresham Road, from the east side, man. And that's it, man. I'm riding. I'm working. Going hard. Number hard work. You can't win without hard work. You can't, you can't cheat the hard work. You can't at all, man. I appreciate y'all for interviewing me, giving me the time, and just taking y'all time out to check on me and see what I got going on. Go download the mixtape. Just dropped on live mixtape, falling apart. Swamp Izzo, DJ Plug. It's on the indie side, but it's doing major numbers. So what other artists you like? I know you did collab with Rocco, right? Uh, yeah, I did Drove, uh, Trouble, uh, Bandy Game Marco. 
I got. I, I'm working with a lot of artists, man. My favorite, my favorite joint. Promise you, bro. We was listening to that "Free My Folk." People was acting like you was in the crowd, damn near, bro. You got fan bases out here. We represent them. So, who are some of your favorite artists to work with? I, to be honest, I really want to work with Boosie. You know, I got when Gucci get out, I got work with Gucci. You feel what I'm saying? I I, I want to work with discreet artists. You feel me? The people who give it to you raw and uncut. No no cut on it. No sugar cold, just raw music. So who are some of your influences coming coming up in the game? Like, what rappers were you listening to? What music were you listening to coming up? I would just listen to uh, Outkast, Eminem, and Tupac. My, my main, my top three. Do you know the whole rap to eight, eight, eight Mile, Eminem's whole rap to Eight Mile? Yeah, I know most of his, like his battle raps, I know most of them. Depending on which one you're talking about, you feel what I'm saying? But I know Eight Mile, like every battle, I love it, man. Hey, can we? Does Little Dino battle rap? Yeah, that's how I started. My mostly battle rap. Actually, MC War. I don't know if you ever heard of MC War. They tried to get me to come and be on their company and battle rap for them, but I just wanted to do music. You feel what I'm saying? So, oh, if a challenge come and you got the money, step to me. I'll take your money now. We had to. We definitely gonna have to get that in, man. Little Donald. So tell people. Every time I see you out, man, you fresh to death. You got the gold in. You know what I'm saying. Tell people like, what's some of your style tips? Where do you like go for inspiration for your style, in, man? I don't got no style. I just me. I I put on the turtleneck and, and some sweatpants and make it work, man. I I invent what I wear. What I wear don't make me. You feel what I'm saying? I can wear a tank top and make it look like I got on a Versace shirt. You feel what I'm saying? That's just my style. So look, this is your first, this is his first mixtape. First one, by the way, but if we look at some of the credits, Rocco, Dro, how did you manage to get some of the credits on such their first project? This is something that people take years and years to do. Work. Everybody respect work. Everybody respect grind. They see me working. They see me grind. They see me doing my thing, and they respect it. And get what? I don't be in their face like no groupie. I salute them. I keep working. I say, we're going to work when you see me. They see me, they be like, hey, why you said you were finna be up through there. And they rock with me. I really respect that, man. It's your man, DJ Brandon. We're out here. My man, Lil Donald. I called it on IG a few weeks ago that I was going to get a Lil Donald interview. And it happened. He stopped me and said, let's do it. I waited in the cold because I, I, it's the grind. That's what it is. You feel what I said? You wait in the cold if you want it bad. Fort Knox, what's up, man? Respect, what's good, brother? How you feeling, baby? I'm feeling good, man. I feel like you have rocked another stage just effortlessly, man. How does it feel for you? Yo, excellent, excellent. It's an honor, it's a privilege. Black history, we celebrated it to the fullest, and we're going to continue doing so. Now, I mean, good to see you, brother. Heartland Hip Hop on the scene. I saw you early on the scene getting it in. It's all, remember we had this conversation a long time ago, man. We just got to get it in and keep working, man. So tell me about all the work that's been put in to have this event. How many estimated people do you think came out to this parade? I look like tens of, like tens of thousands. What do you think? Yo, it's a lot of people. I mean, from when I drove up, yo, Auburn Ave was lit up. I came around the corner, you know what I'm saying, came through here. It was crazy. Shout out to my man, Montana White. V103, 1079, 94.5, like a lot of organizations came together to make this happen. The parade was crazy from the bands to the dancers. It was bananas. The performances, like it was it was madness across the board. But that's how it's supposed to be for the people, by the people. You know what I mean? And we celebrated to the fullest. Black history. 
here in ATL, like crazy. So being, you like me, I'm an out-of-towner. So what does it mean for you to be in a place where the history has gone down? Like, do you get a bigger sense of it all? As I, I drove by Martha King's house the other day, just to get a sense of it. Just like, what does the sense, like, do you get, like, goosebumps the same way you do, like, in Atlanta? I mean, real talk, the history here is rich, you know what I mean? So doing that, doing those studies, I should say, yeah. you know what I mean? Doing that research, I mean, you get a feel for it. But then to experience it with the people here live and direct, I mean, God bless. It's a beautiful day today. They were predicting rain and things of that nature, but you see the sun came out. God is good. We were able to, to, to really rock and vibe and have a good time. Food vendors left and right. So it was food and drinks all across the board, nutrition, performances crazy. I mean, the energy was brilliant. And that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's how it needs to be for celebrations of this magnitude. So where do you get your energy from? Because I see you, I've seen you doing, do this more, a couple dozen times. Where do you find the energy? Like, how do you get yourself hyped up before an event? How, how much time does it take you to get hyped up? Is it 15 minutes when you get in the car? Is it the night before? Like, what is it? What is it that gets you ready? Yo, long story short, yo, God is good and has blessed me in, in a multitude of ways. To explain it in the simplest form, it's sort of like when you see somebody, when you're watching church or if you're at church and you see somebody catch the Holy Ghost. Uh -huh. You know, that's me all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, I just feel blessed beyond degree. And so I express it wherever, whenever, however. It's love. It's positive energy. I just let it flow from me. And the people love it. And I love them. You know what I'm saying? So it's reciprocal. So there's a lot of things that you do to give back to people. A lot of charitable things I know you're involved with. What other kind of charitable things? Let the people know. A lot of my audience is in Ohio, Midwest, especially Baton Rouge, Southern University. Tell them about yourself. Like what other charitable things that you do to give back to the people? What kind of things are you doing? You know, various organizations that I rock with. Hip Hop Gives Back. You know what I'm saying? We go to schools and we speak peace. Uh, various charities. My, my girl, LC, she had a uh, food drive for the homeless the other day. Go through... Uh, either providing food or providing clothing for these organizations and staying as aware as possible as far as these situations are concerned when it comes to charity because it's all about giving back. It's all about taking care of those who are less fortunate. You know what I mean? Because we've been blessed in many ways. So it's a blessing to be able to bless others with what you've received as well. That's how I look at it. So I give back as often as possible. Shout-outs to my girl, uh... I say her name as Elodie. I know I know her Instagram name, but she has an organization, Will Rap for Food, as well as Blue Royalty out of D.C. They had a food drive as well when they came down here for A3C, and she continues that movement. So it's organizations like that I rock with consistently, and at the end of the day, it's just a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? I, I just feel very privileged, so I got to share that. It's a must. So you out here working, y'all, you're a heavy worker. Do you have time for relationships? Does Fort Knox have time to be out here, you know what I'm saying, building the next generation of little monsters? Heavy, heavy, heavy. How does this play a role in, like, those type of relationships, Knox? Nah, right now I'm single, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm focused on the music, focused on the business. It's a lot of things that I do behind the scenes uh, beyond just hosting. Uh, I work with producers. I work with songwriters. I stay busy as far as that's concerned. But... I utilize one for the other. Like when I'm hosting a concert, I may tell the artists, yo, come through the studio, vibe out with, 
my producers, my writers, things of that nature. I'm a middleman of sorts. I introduce people. I connect dots. You know what I mean? And I make things happen in that manner. But, you know, to answer your question, uh, once again, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm single, but uh, by choice, you know what I'm saying, and respectfully speaking. So, you know, when it's my time to link up with a young lady and get it popping, we're going to do that. It's going to be white feet. We're going to run, you know what I'm saying, have little monsters, you know what I'm saying, just as you stated, you know what I mean? I'm looking forward to it. But right now I'm building that empire. So talking about building an empire, you've been building an empire. I know you're not originally from Atlanta, Georgia. You're from you're from the Northeast, New York City. I, I don't want I want to mess up the boroughs, but where are some of your favorite places to visit? Like where you like to travel? Where are some places that Fort Knox likes to hang out and kick it? Yo, definitely Bronx. You know what I'm saying? My place of birth, Long Island. You know what I'm saying stayed there for a while. Toronto got fam up there. My fam is also from the Caribbean, St. Kitts, Barbados. Love the islands. Uh, I will say I'm have I'm gonna have the opportunity to travel to the Netherlands for a conference called New School Rules. So I'm looking forward to that. And as I go out there and absorb that environment, I'm gonna look forward to more trips overseas and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I will say this for all my people out there. Get it in as far as the travels are concerned. See areas outside of your immediate vicinity. You know what I mean? Those experiences are lifelong lifelong memories, you know what I mean, that will come back and that you can revisit, you know what I'm saying? You can set it up for next for next scenario. So it's love across the board, but definitely I stay traveling and I advise y'all to stay traveling as well when possible. All right. It's your man DJ Brandon out here with the living legend himself, the monster for Knox. Look. What's up? It's your man DJ Brandon, Heartland Hip Hop Man on the Street. I got somebody from the Source Power 30 in the building. You may have seen him with Rich Forever. You may have seen him with Juvenile. You may have seen him with your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. He's doing a lot of things with the sports. It's crazy. A sports game is off the chain. You can see him all over since hip hop and since 1987. Eldorado, what up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I must say, that might be the greatest intro I've got thus far. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey! I'm rocking with it. Appreciate you having me here. Hey, appreciate you for sitting down with me, man. You got a mean intro game yourself, my man. I mean, you know, we try to do a little bit of this and that over here. Nothing major. So, you're originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How'd you get hooked up with hip-hop since 1987? Well, actually, my partner Brandon, he's from the Philadelphia area as well. He, found a, he founded the site in 2008, and a mutual friend had uh, connected us. I was doing things as far as internet radio is concerned, doing things in the streets with politics, and I was looking, forward, uh, looking towards starting the site. And a mutual friend of me and Brandon introduced me to Brandon, and Brandon was he was he was gracious enough to pretty much open his doors and let me use the platform, and we've built from there. And now we you know we have what y'all know as hip hop's in 1987. What what made what what impromptu the move for you to Atlanta, Georgia, from Philly? What what made you move from Atlanta, Georgia, to from Philly to Atlanta, Georgia? Well, actually, I had I had I had aspirations of doing something in hip hop, so it all worked out for me. Uh, I was in Philadelphia and I was working heavy. I had a few jobs in Philadelphia and I was pretty much working 20 hour days. And although I was content financially, I wasn't really happy. I knew I didn't want to work for somebody all my life. So I took a I took a chance and came out here. And I mean, God has been in control ever since then. And he's led me to where I am now. And I hope he has better things in store. So you have a family? So you have a family? Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. I have a lady and I have a daughter. I have a four year old daughter. So. 
I balance the life or try to balance the life of being a family or, or being a man of a household and also being in these streets and providing content and getting content and trying to do things for the hip-hop culture. Were they helpful? With, were they supportive of you and your move to Atlanta, Georgia? How they feel about it? Uh, my family has always pretty much been supportive of my decisions in life, all my family and friends. I had a few friends and family, you know, was like, ah, is that, is that something, you, you know, do you, you definitely want to make that move, you know, coming to Atlanta and not really having nobody. But for the most part, most people were supportive or they, they believed that I could accomplish whatever I wanted to. So how do you, so what's the next things for hip hop since 1987? Like, what's up with the website? What's going on with the website? People want to know what y'all got planned next. Um, we're just going to continue to grow, and we're going to continue to try to, as a team and as a unit, provide hip-hop with everything that it needs, all the information it needs. Hopefully, we can we can provide artists, DJs, producers, athletes with a platform where they can grow in their individual professions and, and their and their careers and, and, and interact and communicate with their fans and just continue to provide something that we feel like the hip-hop culture needs. So you said you wanted to do something in hip-hop. What was it that you wanted to do in hip-hop when it wasn't first blogging? Honestly, when I when I first when I first thought about getting into hip hop and stuff, I wanted to find a way to try to make a change. Like we all we all hear people talk about what's wrong in the world, what's wrong in life, what's wrong in our communities, but we never really we never hear people about trying to we never hear people trying to talk about how to find a solution or looking for ways to fix those things. So I wanted to try to to grind and to work hard so I could get a certain position in, in the hip hop world so that I could kind of be, be a voice for my generation and talk to my generation and, and speak with my people so we can find ways to improve what we call the world. Do you use sports to try to elevate your voice? Sports not so much. I actually use sports as more release. I like that that's my entertainment right there. So whenever I'm I'm watching sports or covering sports, it's always work cuz I'm looking at the game from a different perspective how I can report it to the so-called experts and analysts, but I'm also enjoying it because in any form of sports is competition, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, tennis, swimming, hockey, skiing, it's all competition. And I'm a big fan of competition. You work hard, you train hard in whatever your individual sport is, and you take it from there. So that helped you get involved with the Atlanta Dream. No, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of basketball. I'm definitely a big fan of female basketball. Um, I have a daughter, as I mentioned, and she's she's getting into sports. So I became more actually into female athletics with her birth, with her birth. But I think it's something that you know, like we should. A lot of people don't acknowledge the female games as as they should, and the female athlete that they should. Like female athletes are amazing. I'm not a female. I don't know how the female body works, but I'm you know I'm like. I, I know the female body and for them to do some of the things that they do and how they move out in the world and go through some of the things that they go through as women, it's amazing, you know, and, and they're able to, I think from, from, from every position, especially in the game of basketball, female athletes, yeah, okay, they may not, everyone may not be dunking, but they understand the game at its highest point. They know how to play the game. They understand the rules of the game. They know how to work the ball. Like They understand the game of basketball. So, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to uh What's your role? What's your role going to be with the Atlanta Dream coming up? What are you going to be doing? We still, we still trying to, trying to pretty much get all that in order. But it's definitely I'm a, uh, have, have, have a role in um, more so in like in, in community awareness and, and like branding the Dream out, out in the community and stuff like that. So we still working it out, and I'm gonna be working with Bobby, Bobby Valentino, and Blue Collar. Uh, you know, we all looking forward to doing that together. So I'm, I'm quite sure God's gonna work all that out. That's dope. That's dope as hell. That's dope as hell. You're gonna be working with Valley Valentino with the Atlanta Dream. Are the Atlanta Dream affiliated directly with the Hawks? No, no. They're their own entity. Like they're they're the female 
the WNBA team, of course, they're owned by a whole different different group, a different set of individuals than the Atlanta Hawks. They, but they just happen to both represent the city of Atlanta for their professional for professional basketball, and they both play in Phillips Arena. So, could we ch catch you on the road with the the a dream anytime? Are you going to be like, oh, is that is that going to be like that kind of position? I don't know. I don't know if I'm be on the road with them. You know, I, I would love to. Uh, I love to travel to different. I love to travel. Period. Sporting events. I definitely love to travel to. I'm looking at possibly going out Vegas and trying to see what's going on with the Mayweather fight. I'm not gonna go to the fight, but I might catch the fight in a hotel or something out there. And depending on who plays in the finals, I might travel to one of the games if it's in Golden State or something like that, and uh, and and catch one of those games. But. I don't know. I might travel with the dream. That might be something dope to catch a game or two. I definitely would like to go to the uh, WNBA All-Star Game. It's in Connecticut this year. So I'm going to try to get up there and check that out in, in, in July. What's some of your favorite places to travel? Uh, favorite place to travel? I love to go back to Philly. Uh, I love to be home. I definitely love to go back to Philly. I like being on the West Coast. LA is cool. Vegas is cool. Uh, Milwaukee's a beautiful city a lot of folks don't know about. It's a beautiful city. I like to travel. I like New Orleans. I like to travel. So, talk about challenges. A lot of artists are trying to get on blogs like hip hop since 1987. What kind of tips? What kind? What kind of advice? What kind of tips do you have for artists that are aspiring to get into the blogosphere? Artists that's inspiring to get in the blogs. They, people look at you, man. People look at your websites every day. Check your updates. Check your Twitter feeds. They look for it. They want to be on your platform. How do people, what's the best way to try to get on your platform? Well, they can submit music, hiphopsis1987.com at Gmail, or we're running to them in the streets. Like, we're in the streets enough to the point where we get out and see most of the artists that's really, really working. Like, it's one it's, it's one, it's one thing to send somebody your music or send somebody your information. It's a whole different thing, like, to run up on somebody in the streets and actually see them working or actually interact with them and whatnot. So that's how that's how we get down with a lot of artists, but they can always submit their music. Hey, final thoughts. No, I appreciate you having me on this platform. Like I see you everywhere in the street, so I respect that. I respect your hustle, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I hope everything work out. Hey, it's your man DJ Brain, and I want to thank El Dorado from Hip Hop since 1987 being the Heartland Hip Hop Show. Mike, check one too. It's your man DJ Brandon, Heartland Hip Hop man on the streets. We got somebody from the southern part of the United States. He laughing. He laughing as soon as I say that. He laughing as soon as I start talking about it. Southern part of the United States. A man that's ran through several campuses. You know what I'm saying? They put in the work. He got the EP coming. Sweet Tooth is on the way. He put out some dope ass mixes. Some transcending like moving from class to class. Damn near. You know how Manny Pacquiao went from eight to weight divisions? Right. You like that, bro. Like you you like you got a belt in one division and now you just coming up and you don't even know it yet, man. Messiah the rapper. Hey man, I appreciate that. That was that was a hell of an introduction, man. <laughs> you the second person that said that today, man. I I like I meant it with all my heart, man. What's good? I appreciate that. I really appreciate that, man. I'm chilling though. I'm chilling. What's good? Welcome to Heartland Hip Hop with your man DJ Brandon, man. This is gonna be a real casual kind of thing, man. Like I know you got a lot of things that you're working on. Tell them about the the EP coming up, Sweet Tooth. Um, shit. Well, Sweet Tooth, you know, it's a pimp name, Sweet Tooth. Uh, it's like it's just me, you know. It's uh, 
It's a real smooth, cool dude, you know, sweetheart to the ladies, you know, sweet talk to the hoes, you know. Um, and it's just, you know, you get to know who Messiah the rapper, Sweet Tooth, you know. You get to know me as a person, as an artist. And it's, it's some real smooth, cool shit. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. What's some features? What producers you working with? Um, let's see. Features on it. I got Charlize J. Um, that's my songstress. Um, Charlize J. And um, Clay James. And uh, I don't have anybody else on it. It's uh, about 10 tracks. It's just me. I just, I, I need the people to hear me, you know. If you check my SoundClouds or my Googles and most stuff like that, you're going to find Messiah the Rapper with someone else, you know what I'm saying? So it's more so of letting the people hear my artistry, just me pure, you know what I'm saying? So um, I got uh, Savage Beats on there. Um, uh, who else I got on there? I got Beat Addicts on there. Uh, I think M16 on there. I think I got an FKI on there. I, I mean, I gotta go through my list, but you know, I just ran through. You know, I get a lot of a lot of beats in my email, but I just pick the best ones. I'll be sending out emails to the producers to let them know that they got on my spot. Family only on this one. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's nothing against anybody else. It was just like. Uh, this is who I fuck with And I mean shit I mean even with Family Only I think it's one track with Clay And one track with Charlize It's really You get to hear Sweet Tooth You know I'm the man You know So it's letting people The world see Who they dealing with You know I really like your artistry Messiah What inspires you To be an artist? Life You know Life inspires me You know uh, Everything Everything about life You know Uh I don't know. I'm a weird type of dude, you know. But I, I look at the little things in life, you know, the walking, the breathing, the talking, the seeing, you know. I look at things like that. Speaking of life, I just brought a little girl in the world today. Her name's Lyric. So, uh, you know, now it's Lyrics for Lyric, you know, Sweet Tooth. You know, it, it, he's the man, you know. Bars for Lyrics, man. Bars for Lyric. Congratulations, man. You're, you're a new father now. Is this going to affect your music? Um, if anything, it would just mature my music, you know. Uh, it's still the same, man. But you know, just much, just more mature, and just if anything, it's just gonna, uh, it's just gonna make me turn up even uh, even more, a, a notch more, you know, because I got someone else that I gotta look for, you know, take care. Of. She don't, she not gonna eat if it ain't for me, you know what I'm saying? We talked. We talked a little bit off of the microphone about recording process. Tell people about your process from when you hear the beat to you actually make the song. Okay. Um. This is Sweet Tooth. You know, like if you if you you know anybody that follows me, you know I didn't put the Sweet Tooth. I started my Sweet Tooth campaign in January. I think. I think I put it up end of January because it was like my birthday when I got the the artwork i was like oh this is cool so i put it up you know and i was working on the t on the album you know what i'm saying but when i do this i get beats in my email if i like it i save it to my phone i plug my phone up in my auxiliary i don't listen to the radio much maybe if a shot in the car and she ain't trying to hear beats all day but i listen to myself and beats all day i don't listen to nobody else 
You know, it could be an artist that's really popping. I probably Clay would have to tell me about him because I don't study them. I study myself. You know, but. You know, that's why it's good me and Clay work together because he studies the network. But back to it, I um I listen to beats all through. I may it may be three, two to three days. I write the song in my head as I'm riding to the beat. No no no, no notepad, no phone, no none of that. Until I book a studio session. I book a studio session. Then maybe like a day before, then I prepare every song that I've came up with in my head. Take me a few minutes and then I can go in and knock out four to five songs in my two hour span. Do you think that your upbringing in the South helps you with the kind of work ethic that you have for your for your records? Mm. I mean, I, I believe the upbringing does. I bring. I believe the upbringing does help, but I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say you know your work ethic is gonna come. It don't matter where you're from with your work ethic, you know. I, don't, I you know, but I was instilled. You know, you gotta work hard as a man in the south. You know, you know you gotta take care of yours. So I'm gonna say, on the track, I make sure I take care of mine. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna say where you from dictates. You know, if you a hustler or not, I think you can hustle all around the world. What kind of advice would you give to people out here that are trying to do what you did and win a weight class and progress to the next level? Say that one more time. So I, I gave you a, a, a Pacquiao comparison earlier. He won eight weight classes. He started out at 97 pounds, got his weight up, and now he's at 147. He had to climb each and every rung. It's a little bit different. I feel like you have made that jump from the weight class to another weight class. And I, what would you describe, like, a year ago, was it like this for you? No, nah, definitely not. I mean, you know, the brand helped my brand. The Southern Player brand, of course, helped my brand. So, you know, I can't just say everything as far as individual success, you know, uh, is on me. But... Everything is strategic, you know, and I know, uh, you know, I'm one of those rappers that's been rapping since I was 10 years old. I done had three three record deals. I've been in this game a long time, so it's like I'm really a vet, low key. It's just people don't know that, and I'm fire, and people may not know that, but you know, I I strategically place myself where I need to be. I, so you know. Uh, I mean, yeah, the comparison is cool. It's a cool comparison. It's a cool comparison. It is. It is. Uh, I I like it, moving up in the ranks, because that's what everybody wants to do, get to the top. So that's what I plan to do. But uh, I don't know how he going to do against Floyd. What what advice would you give to upcoming artists in the game? <sighs> Man, advice I'm going to give, like, if your heart's not totally into it, if you ever wake up and say, man, I may not make this, this may not be for me, then it's not for you. If, if you ever doubt yourself and what you're doing, and it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? This is a long, long road, you know. And uh, many people, you're going to walk by a lot of dead bodies on this road because pe people fall off. I see people fall off every day. So it's just like, make sure this is what you want to do. Mike check one two. Mike check one two. It's your man DJ Brandon. Man on the street. Heartland hip hop show. 
We got a special guest in the building. We got somebody with Fly Guy NT. Drugs presenting his new tape. He also working on the clothing line. Is going big. He's from my home city of Toledo, Ohio. Which is a big deal. He's an actor as well. You may have seen him on a Viacom related show. JP, what up, man? So, what's poppin', y'all? We in the building. Street is X Live, Bank Road Fresh, listening party. Young actor, never attractive, representing the glass. We here. What's good? Tell me about your mixtape, man. I see it here. I like the artwork. It's official. You actually given a pair of Toro 5s. Tell me about the Toro 5s and what made you do this shoe and what the concept behind the cover. Absolutely. Well, basically, you know, I represent a real powerful clothing line called Drugs. It's an acronym for Do Right, You Gain Success. I'm the face of the company. A lot of people get it misconstrued. They don't really know what the meaning is. So what I did on the front cover is I met a bum off the streets, a homeless person, a guy that was just cleaning up the neighborhood trying to get dollars. And I gave him my I gave him my J's, man. And that was a real incident. We captured that and made it to cover so the people could see that it was an act of kindness and we trying to do something for the community. You feel me? Why the Toro Fives? Was that the shoe you had on? Was it just? It went with the fit. I had them on. I ain't going to lie. Those was the ones in my closet I least cared about. <laughs> what? So I must have some pretty exclusive entities in the closet. You, if you, you feel me? How big is your shoe closet, my man? Uh, it's crazy. I had to I put it this way. Um, I wish I knew the uh, homie Instagram, but they, they got these shoe boxes. They custom design that you could put your shoes in because all my racks is full. All the floor, the racks. I'm, I'm working on closet two for the kicks. It's wild. I saw DJ Khaled had one. He had like an elephant print three box made. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting a custom one. I got a Jordan one, but I'm getting a custom fly guy one. You did? That's ill. We, hey, we're going to put it over 300 pairs? One more time. Over 300 pairs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we pushing five. I'm pushing five. five. So out of them, what do you think is your favorite pair of kicks? The Patton 11s, the Concords, the infamous Concords. I got on the Space Jam. Yeah, you got Space Jams now looking official. Look like they just been worn six times maybe. Yeah, I feel you. But the Concords, they're my favorite ones, man. I'm a fan of the Patton 11s. The whole collection for real. But, you know, the Concords were special. Do your does your taste in fashion help you being an actor? Oh yeah, you know. And to be honest, the uh, the whole TV life influences the fashion. Cause when you're on the set in LA and Atlanta, and you around those big main stars and the fashion designers, the shit that they want, man, they putting on cloths for scarves and pieces for shirts. Like it's different. So it helps our line as well, and it totally put a little spice in the sauce for sure. So did you start acting before or after the reality series? And tell people about the reality series too. Well, reality TV was something I kind of just stumbled upon and, you know, um, it was a blessing from God. I, I guess I got a face for the camera and a personality. I just, I see a camera and I'm normal and I go for it. So honestly, I got tired of reality television. I was trying to do more TV stuff. So I got a couple of placements. You did. Young Buck is in the building, Young Buck. Shout out to Drugs. We out here, JP, man. So, so how'd you meet? How'd you meet? How'd you meet Young Buck? Hey, just in the streets, man. When you active and you pushing the project, you in the streets everywhere. Buck doing. Hey, you hear me? Drugs is drugs to put you out of out the country. It'll put you in the streets. It'll put you where you need to be. If you doing right, you gaining success. And I seen my man doing that, so I blessed him with a piece. Ten bullets out now. Get it for you. Catch one for real. So if you're if you're playing any role in any movie. What role would it be and what movie would it be? My man said he would play the costume director in Showgirls. <laughs> That's a, I would, my role, I would like to be like 
a director of like a, a Tarantino Scorsese, you know, set the angles up. What would you do? You know, for real, you ever seen the movie Usual Suspects? Yeah, yeah, uh, Mr. Um, um, Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose. Okay, so my man that played the role when he was walking funny the whole movie. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. So you know your actors, I fuck with you. I would play a role like that. Something that you would never expect. That you thought you had a character figured out and you thought, okay, that's typical. That's what Dre P would be. And then they give you a crazy twist at the end to just fuck everything up. Hey, the twist this game is crazy. I really like a twist in a series. What's the best thing that you think, like, what are you watching on TV? Do you watch TV at all? What are you watching in movies? What are you watching? To be honest, man, I really don't watch a lot of TV. I'm in the studio a lot. The last, excuse me, last thing that caught my attention was Empire. I watched the whole season. That shit was off the chain. I feel like I could play a role like that if I, I feel like you could. I think you could go in there and you could be yes or something like that. Exactly. I could be myself. I could kill that role. I could show the people that I could act and be a hell of a artist. I got a role for you. Nigga from the Midwest. He made it to the big city. He getting on and now he got the record label spot. Feel me? Put that out there. We're going to put that in existence, man. We're going to put that in the atmosphere. Let it come back for sure. So you from the same place I'm from, Toledo, Ohio, man. How, how did that affect you and your music? Oh, uh, we got it out the mud, just like you did. You out here with the camera, you got the headset looking like the news in this motherfucker. I salute you, my G, but we from Toledo, Ohio, man. I just read in an article two days ago, young boy, 21, shot on the north side, just ran up in his He was sitting in his car, another young teenager ran up on him and killed him. That shit happens every other week where we from. So I salute any young motivated teenager, male or female, trying to get it out the mud. That's where we come from. We come from the glass city, the 419. It ain't easy getting it out the mud. So for real, that definitely wears on me. Everywhere I go, I don't forget where I came from. Straight up, man, straight up. Do you ever, who do you, who do you look to as like your Toledo like counterparts? I feel like there's some people in Toledo that are really making moves. Who should people be looking for in Toledo that are making moves in this industry? NBMG, them boys is going heavy right now. Stink Bomb, Rocky Duh, all them boys is moving. They done came to Atlanta three times in the last fucking 30 days. I, I'm seeing the activity. They hungry. They want it. Um, Chris Siege is active. It's You know, I, I hate to forget anybody, but I'm telling you who I'm seeing. I see a lot of people on the net acting um, positive, doing things, consistent. But the people I see on the road, behind the camera, on the stages, NBMG, they doing their thing. Shout out to Rocky Duh. I interviewed Rocky Duh back in 2012. He actually know my dude Robert Pasker, oh, yeah. the counterpart of Heartland Hip Hop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, salute all them boys. They doing their thing too. What can the people look forward to hear from you next, man? Man, you can look forward to a lot of drugs. You look forward to a lot of do right and gaining success. We just came back from Jamaica. We going to Toronto at the end of the month. New video, the six coming out on the six June six six six. No Illuminati, hashtag. You feel me? Hashtag no Illuminati, just out there. I don't know for that, so you get it. Oh, that's going to be dope. And so where's your, some of your favorite places to travel if you're going out here to make your moves? Where are you getting a lot of love at? Hey, this goes out to all the females and all the homies trying to get inspired. Ladies, don't talk to me without a passport. The best place to go is Paris. Let me take you to the Eiffel Tower, baby. UK was a blast. We was in the Phantoms doing our thing. Shout out Zeke, shout out Tweet, all my boys, Hypno. It was wild, man. We internationally known, man. Pay attention. Advice. Word of advice from Dre P. Advice, don't ever give up. And don't forget where you came from. The day you quit is the day you never win. It's your man, DJ Brandon. Heartland Hip Hop, man on the street. Mate, I want to thank Dre P for being on the show. It's been a long time in the coming. 
glad we linked up like this. Listen, may all your pain be champagne and may all your tears be tears of joy. It's your man DJ Brandon, Heartland Hip Hop, man on the street. Mic check one, two. It's your man, DJ Brandon, Heartland Hip Hop, man on the street. We got somebody that's been in the game. He got his first deal in his teenage years from the state of Tennessee. You may have seen him. G Unit. Young Buck, what up? Young Buck, what up? Young Buck, what up, man? Welcome to Heartland Hip Hop. Hey, yo, man, it's your man, Young Buck, checking in, man, with the homie, man. It's only right, man, out here on the video set, man, of my video, Let Me See It, on the 10 Bullets mixtape that's in the streets, heavy. Uh, if you ain't got it, go to iTunes, get it. It's affordable, people. Or you can go get it free, man, at Dat Piff. Shout out to Dat Piff for the campaign. Uh, live mixtapes, my mixtapes, all of the mixtape sites that's Always supported and, and supporting my music, man, and I'm out here moving in a real way, bro. What's the what's the reception been like on Ten Bullets for you? I mean, it's a free download and it hit Billboard the first week, so there it is. You know what I'm saying? You know, I never looked to uh put that mixtape out uh, and judged it from a financial perspective. You know, it was more or less a promotional use only, and. Uh, you know, this has been the first time I've ever been actually uh, able to go to iTunes, I should say, and be safe. I had a previous situation where I was fighting to get out of my contract, so I could never really see that kind of money from that world. And, you know, I said, let me take the DJ off and uh, give it to the world so if they didn't want to hear it with the DJ, they, they were able to get it. And, man, they... they a lot of people is getting a free download and like, man, I'm going to buy it too. You know, so it's a blessing, bro. Was it a conscious choice to have no features on there, just be all Young Buck on the tape? Without a doubt. Uh, and even the next mixtape that I'm about to drop, I'm doing it the same way. I wanted to give the people at least two tapes of me. And like I say, I'm doing a mixtape series. It's a, uh, 10 songs, 10 mixtapes, and 10 months. So, you know, my work ethic is... It's crazy. Over the years, you've been putting out projects since when? When was your first project that you put out? First song that you, that you recorded? Oh, man, it's a song called Back On Up and Give Me Room with that cat right there over there named D-Tay, bro. Uh, the light-skinned cat over there, bro. Yeah, bro, we did. I was probably, man, 11, 12 years old, bro. That was a record that we did, and it ended up being one of the biggest independent songs that that ever came through my city to this day you know and that right there kind of foundated me with with my city the city loved it the song so much and i was like 13 years old man i was all in the grown folks club performing then you got your first record deal in 1995 nah i got my first song my first recognition from being accepted from the music from the people around in that time I didn't get a, my first deal. Uh, my deal didn't come till I signed with 50 Cent for us nationwide. Everything else been independent, straight out of my own pocket and the own push. So we're going to expect to see some more projects to discuss that path. You're talking about putting out a book to talk about all that time for your first song, leading all the way up until now. Yep, I got a book on the way, man. Uh, it's basically a book based on my prison experience. You know, a lot of celebrities 
uh, find themselves in trouble and going to prison. But uh, my uh, experience of prison is a little bit different because I was sent to uh, I was sent to to the to the yard, man. Basically, is what I consider is what we consider in the streets, and that's real prison. I didn't go to uh, no little small play play place. I went to the real deal. So my experience was real. And I almost kept like a diary day to day to document it and give to the people, you know, through my eyes of my experience in prison, being that the person that come from the streets and I never experienced doing no kind of time. So I wanted to let the world have a chance to experience it with me when I came home. And that's what I put in my book. So y'all be looking for behind the walls. Uh, this book is about to be crazy, man. It's, it's real life Just know that What kind of advice Would you have For somebody else That's going through Controversy In, in the entertainment world I, Good press Bad press It ain't no such thing As bad uh, bad press In my world Long, it, The problem is When they stop talking about you You know I've been through so much It's like The controversy I love it But at the end of the day You know It can also Be detrimental to You as a person As well as your career so just be conscious and mean what you say when you do attack a person because that's what controversy is built off of controversy built off of basically uh, you know somebody's actions don't match with what the other person expecting and then somebody else is uh, the, the next person feels like he should say this and that and create this controversy or do whatever it is to create controversy you know what I'm do you use controversy to fuel your music when you make your music it depends on the topic you know like things like what we've seen uh in st louis of course you know what i'm saying but uh to use and some some controversy i could do without but any kind of real real shit I'm on top of it, of course. I'm a bite on it, especially if it's against me and my people. I feel like I'm the voice. It's only so many people that speak for the black community, the ghetto community that get a chance to do it from this level. They forget about it. The money kind of blinds you. I've been blinded by the money, but the blessing was I was able to get my sight back. <laughs> so we're going to see some of that in 10, 10 projects in 10 months. 10 mixtapes, 10 months. The mixtape is called the Tennessee Mixtape Series, and the first one is out, 10 Bullets. Shout out to DJ Who Kid, uh, and shout out to uh, Drummer Boy who produced the first single off of it, Let Me See It, as well as my producer, Band Play, uh, that signed to my label, Cashville Records, G on the South. Shout out to my artist, Ruckus 100, he in here. Uh, my dog, Draco, over there, everybody know him. You understand my nigga Mozzie and shit. I, you know, I got a gang of homeboys out here that I just push a line with with the music. But I'm starting to really get serious about my label and my artists, and what I got going on. So y'all can stay, stay tuned and pay attention to what I got going on. Who signed to your label right now? Uh, you, the Outlaws is Sebo from the West Coast. Uh, that cat there that you see, Ruckus 100, uh, D Strap. He's from Cadsville, and uh, my youngest artist, and he's one of the most hottest one I got right now is Lil Mac. He has a real big, strong buzz in my city. And, uh, you know, 
I got a lot of a lot of artists that's that's amongst my label. Uh, shout out to Parlay from the A Town, real stand up, real dude, and uh, Draco. You know what I'm saying, Mozzie. I got a gang of little homeboys and stuff around here that push a line around with what I do. But my artists is uh, they on the way. Do you make a conscious choice to pick up people from your own city? I did in the beginning of my career. I felt like I owe my city that so much, being that I'm only one that done made it from Cassville, Nashville, in a bubble. It's so many more young bucks. But I realized that I can't make the people buy off into nobody, you know. So I look for the talent, and if the talent is there, as well as the, uh, the person and the matches, then, you know, I'll, I'll, it don't matter where you're from. But, uh, you know, I haven't uh, been able to actually, uh, I would say, get any success from an artist that I've put out uh, under my, my label. But I do got artists that's from Cashville that signed to my label. Hey, well, I very much appreciate you, Young Buck, for coming to Heartland Hip Hop Show with DJ Brandon. You're one of the realest ones. I met you. You know, over at the earlier today at the Bankroll Fresh Listening Party, and you just had that real poise in you. You was like, "Yo, bro, I'm, I'm, you know, introduce yourself." I seen it in you. Remind me of myself. Yeah, I here to hustle and get it done, and that's what I'm here for. So that's when I told you, like, "Yo, meet me over in my thing, and I'll get it done." And that's what we just did. So it was an honor, homie. Hey, thank you for having me, man. Thank you for coming on the show. May all your pain be champagne, and may all your tears be tears of joy. It's your man, DJ Brandon, Heartland Hip Hop Man on the Street.